Music is the lifeblood of the human experience. So many cultures and people share that common thread of celebrating and expressing emotion through sounds. There's so much we can learn about music and how communities engage with it. And to find out more, we connected with local artist and community advocate, Joe Curtis. Let's get into it. First off, I want to thank you for having me. Having me, uh, it's a it's a it's a pleasure to be here. I'm Joe Curtis. I'm a local singer songwriter. I've been uh, in this scene for for a minute, and uh, I play guitar and sing mostly. That's that's mostly what uh, what I'm known for 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 uh, zipping around town doing. And I've had the good fortune to uh, to play with uh, with plenty of of really great people. It's been a real blessing in my life and a, and a real great thing for me. And and. Uh, uh, yeah, I, I just, I've done it for a while and I intend to do it for quite some time to go. When we were at Excuse Cafe, it was just so fun listening to your songs and hearing the energy and passion behind oh, nice. it. Great musician and I, I'm really excited to find out more about your work and listening to more of your songs. Have you always been a music person? Is it something that just like, yes, I want to play songs, banging on the oh, covers, absolutely. making rhythm, stuff like that? Yeah, since I was a child, since I was probably like, I guess five or six years old. I've got some pictures of me when I was probably about that age for two different Christmases, <laughs> two consecutive Christmases. And I think it was in one picture, I, I've got a set of, a little set of drums. And then the other set of picture, I got a, a, a guitar. And those are my two main instruments are, are drums and guitar. But I've always loved music. And since the time I was a child, I kind of knew I was going to, that was going to be a big part of my life. Yeah, well, I, when I was about 11 or so, I started to get more serious about about things. I really kind of went down the drums rabbit hole until I was around 18 or, or so. Uh, and then I picked up guitar. And then by the time I was like 20, I was out on the road playing gigs and and the, I was just bit by the bug. Were you ever like um, a band kid? Like, did you play band in school or anything like that? Yes and no. Like, I, I have okay. very little music theory, and, <laughs> and uh, which is something that I, I really need to remedy. Um, I understand more music stuff than I can than I can uh, articulate. You know, I, I, I don't read notation. I can kind of read a little chord chart type things and whatnot. But so when I was a kid, everybody was going into band. I mean, one of the one of the sort of Part of the, the the deal was you know learning to 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 read and and write music and whatnot and I just wasn't strong on my skates with that but my abilities were such I had a band teacher that I, I came out and I'd always play drums in the band room uh, on lunch hour and they were like you can play in the band but we just got to figure out a way for you to yeah. know where we are in the song so I've you know figured out a way to kind of mark some things and I played a little bit with, with in 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 band but not much not much I think it's just so cool that. We have all these theories and the way to like create music and writing in uh, notations, but you don't necessarily need those skills to be a musician. No, you don't. You don't. Uh, yeah, it's 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 a good thing to have. I've seen the value in it in others. <laughs> uh, it, it's a, it's great to be able to know the language of music, just like anything else. Learning learning another language and being able to communicate with your peers and being able to express your ideas and things like that. Um, but you don't have to do it in order to to learn. I learned by ear and I've been lucky enough to fall in with some really, really great players who have shown me and taught me a lot of things and you learn by observing too. And I think it's kind of, you learn through osmosis too. Like if you're dipped in in a scene where you've got people who are like playing at a fairly high caliber, if you're if you really are passionate about it, you'll start to pick things off and, and sort of learn by being in that environment. I think that's just shows another skill that you have. Like not many people can just pick up music from listening to it, right? Mm -hmm. When you hear it, sometimes it's just like, oh, that's fun, but you don't necessarily 
able to translate that. I know that's a skill I've lost over time. I used to be able to do it, <laughs> but then you don't practice things and then you lose those skills. Yeah, yeah. You got to stay on top of, of all of those things, right? And that, to keep them sharp. But I, I learning by ears, it, because I learned the way that I learned, um, it sort of brought me down certain alleyways that I might, may or may not have uh, found if I was more more schooled in my learning, if I had a, um, a stronger background in that in that way. Um, I'm glad that I learned the way that I learned, but mm-hmm. I, I definitely feel like, you know, the journey never ends. And one of the thing, one of the parts of the journey that I would love to explore is just getting more music theory together and things I like mean, that. I mean, there's so many resources available now. The internet and like how many apps are there that can right? teach yeah. you <laughs> yeah, there's all uh, music theory. And, you know, it's great. It's, it's just like with uh, Duolingo trying to learn a language. There's, And it's interesting how learning has been almost gamified mm-hmm. sometimes. Uh, mm-hmm. How many of those like piano apps and things are like, oh, you're learning piano, but you can also get a high score while yeah. doing it. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's just interesting to see how human interaction with music and learning has sort of changed over the years. For sure, yeah, yeah. And it's, I mean, we've never had a time when there's been access to as much information and both disinformation, yeah, absolutely. But 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 uh, it's it's good that we have the, that so many sources to to learn things. I'm a real visual learner. One of the things with learning drums and learning how to play guitar is if I can see it, then it's much easier for me to go like, oh, well, that's this plus this plus this, and that kind of makes sense. And and we have so many different things with with. Uh, um, with videos on different platforms and different things where you can actually watch somebody play mm-hmm. something incredible and I can help you maybe break it down if you're trying to put that in your own bag kind of a thing. Well, just like chords and everything, if you just see them on a paper, you're like, what does that mean? What does that look like? Mm-hmm. And yeah, you can put your hands on there, but you might not put it in the optimal position. Yeah. So seeing someone do it, you're like, oh, that's how you do it. Or like, oh, that's totally. how you should be moving and kind yeah. of feeling it instead of more yeah. of a okay, let's just try and muscle our yeah. way through. <laughs> Brute force and ignorance. That's the, that's the, that's the other, the other method. <laughs> yeah, I, I definitely, it's, it's, it's nice having that at our, at our disposal over for everyone to, to, to be able to, you know, pop up a video. And, and if you hear a really cool lick that somebody plays or a cool song and be able to see somebody actually play it as well as hear, it makes it easier to digest. Yeah. When did you start Joe Curtis Band? When did that avenue and aspect of your life begin? That's been around for off and on for a number of years, like certainly like o- o- well over well over a, a decade, decade and a half. There's been slightly different iterations of it. Yeah, probably 20 years maybe. Yeah. And um, um, the most current edition uh, uh, that's been together for, for what, three years, four years, three years? Nice. Um, is my, myself. Uh, and uh, uh, Rob Waite on drums, uh, Dan Devane on guitar, and Ross Clausen on bass. They're all ridiculously accomplished musicians. They're stellar musicians and, and unbelievably kind people. So we get along ex- extremely well. And that's to me, that's a huge component of making music as a band or playing as a band is when you when you have that connection socially and, and the, those feelings socially, uh, it just strengthens, in my opinion, it just strengthens everything that's going on. Oh, it's like a finely tuned instrument in itself. If you have an instrument that's out of tune, someone that you don't necessarily get along with, mm-hmm. you're going to hear that in the music, whether that's maybe not necessarily just in the mechanical or technical side, but you're going to hear it in the 
the lyrics or the process of creating music? How many bands where, you know, there's internal conflict and you can just tell something's going yeah. on during that period? Yeah, well, and it's that's true. I mean, there's, uh, uh, for some bands, that tension becomes part of their thing. You know, if it's, depending on how it's processed, uh, I'm thinking of bands like The Police or, or like the Black Crows with the Robinson Brothers or whatever, mm-hmm. famously, you know, at each other's throats or were. Uh, uh, sometimes those things, in a in a in the right environment, can still produce used to still produce some beautiful music, but I don't know how healthy it is as a as a way of, of being. Yeah, I prefer the the other side of that coin where where uh, where you know you're you're to, you're socially and and emotionally on the same page and care about each other to a certain point where it's just like that that shores up the music and uh and it also dictates like how you play too mm-hmm. you know i think you you want to be supportive of each other you when you when somebody's playing x you really want to be there for them to make sure that the bottom doesn't drop out and you want to you you want to be complimentary in terms of like what you're playing behind somebody else cuz beyond just the fact that it's a you know a gig but you want to you want to be you want to support your friends you want to support your friends you and want it to be the best so much of your personal time and energy in it you want it to be fun you want it to be fulfilling for sure there's no point if it's not fun. who wants to go to a different gig and performance i mean even if you're making money off of it if you're just miserable the whole time what's the point yeah there is no point there is no point like that's the something's got to move the needle and for me that's that's um there are there are there are gigs that uh, that just become things that you just never forget, right? Because of, just because of the f- sort of kind of fellowship that you have on stage, that's a that's a really good thing. When we're talking at uh, Excuse, you were talking on and touching on a lot of really important parts about arts and culture here in Winnipeg, and I think that's an important conversation to have. Like, you know, notoriously, arts is underfunded in everywhere basically it's always one of the you know oh no we don't have the budget for a thing what's going to suffer it's always arts it's always arts yeah yeah it's funny it's it's sort of it's weird how that is sort of developed i'm old enough to to have seen a couple of different changes in in um in the way that that hits uh even amongst like I'll give you an example. Like when I was coming up, it was it seemed like every school in town had numerous bands. You know, lots of kids just forming bands, not because it was for extra credits or anything like that. It was just like I kind of play guitar, I kind of play bass, I kind of play. You sort of sing. Let's make a band, and there was tons of them. They were everywhere, and I'm not sure what fills that void at this at this point. I mean, the music can change, the style of music can change. It could be mm-hmm. whatever, but I just it, it it's interesting when I uh, yeah, garage bands don't seem as prevalent as prevalent yeah yeah and that's okay i mean it's, if it's something else if it's whether whether it's a different music form if it's edm or whatever it is uh um that's all that's all good but you just don't want to lose that that um undercurrent uh of just artistic pursuit uh in 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 folks without it being like for reward or anything like that just just wanting to express yourself so badly that it's just like, let, let me find some like-minded people and let's do something. Maybe part of it, and this is just me spitballing, maybe it has to do with intimidation of how much music and new artists are popping up, like with things like Spotify. For and, sure. Um, the DJ or your weekly playlist, I've encountered so many new artists that I never would before, really talented and skilled individuals, but the market is kind of like, 
there's so much there that you know someone trying out could easily get drowned out and maybe that's the frustration maybe someone's trying yeah they don't find any success whether that's posting things on youtube yeah or just putting things on spotify to see what's out there and yeah they don't hear any feedback or just get swallowed by the algorithm and you know maybe that's one aspect i think that's i think you're right i think that's that's probably that's probably part of it there is i'm sure uh i know i know i have uh, even fallen victim to, 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 to feeling that sort of pressure to like, well, if you post something or if you do something, if it doesn't get X response, is it worthy or whatever? But mm-hmm. it's worthy from the from the second that you decide to create and the second that you finish figure it's completed, you've won. That's that's a, that's yeah, that's the, the creation important process thing. in itself is miraculous. Taking an idea. Even if it's cover music, yeah. you're taking something, you're imbibing it with your essence and creating something that isn't identical to what was created before. Yeah, it's got your your thing on it, right? That's uh, yeah, I think that's that's important, and and to try and stay away from the idea of the pressure of like, well, so and so got so many spins, or so and so got so many likes, or or uh, so is what I'm doing even valid? Does it even matter? If you're if you're making the best art that you can then that's the that is really the mm-hmm. the point is to try and make the best the most honest and the, uh, uh and articulate art that you can exactly and if you do that then away you go and it doesn't even need to be for money creation in itself is a great goal i think people being inspired even if no one ever listens to it, feel proud that you created something. Oh, for sure. And I, yeah, you mentioned like in the educational system, there not being you know things being kind of underfunded. Uh, maybe that takes some of the window of people like taking those those pursuits. But there are on the other side of that coin, uh, there are organizations. I've done I've done some mentoring and some things for uh, Broadway Neighborhood Center, mm-hmm. and they're really been they've they've they're a, 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 an awesome organization in terms of of fanning the flames of interest and and yeah. passion with kids to uh and younger folk to to uh to pursue those things to 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 make that a viable option for them for, for self-expression and a healthy option for self-expression like how would you do this how would you and they they cover you know from soup to nuts it's like videography and and people who want to be maybe be filmmakers or uh, musicians all kinds of different things that are that uh, that are in that scope and so I'm thankful that we have people like that you know yeah um, uh, waving the flag for it yeah no you can you can make art you can do things you, and you should it's a rose in the thorns, right? Like, yeah. not to be dis- like, I don't want to discourage yeah. <laughs> no, anyone no. by saying like, the arts are going to get killed. No, don't no, don't no, bother no. pursuing yeah. it. Yeah. It always comes through. Like, when we're looking at ev- people in the hardest of time, like Harlem, like cultural places that create music, even when people are struggling, when everything you think creativity is going to be squashed out, whether that's, you know, systemic challenges, economic challenges. Right. Music comes out. It's it's always gonna be For there, sure. and it's always an expression of the people of those places, like uh, blues and rock, punk rock out in the UK, Absolutely. coming out due to situations that are going on and creating something absolutely. new and profound. Yeah, absolutely. That's that's. Uh, I mean, that's part of art's job, right? Is to it's a it's a to 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 make social commentary and to reflect the times and reflect the people. And 
uh, uh, speak truth to power and all of those things. And those are that's those that's you know, music and art isn't going anywhere anytime soon. Like mm-hmm. that's just not. It's just not. It's a. I think it's a natural sort of human function, uh, a need. Well, how boring would life be without music? Yeah, yeah, for sure. You know, and it's funny. I was I was speaking uh, uh, with my friend. I, uh, uh, well, actually, when I was having dinner with my my drummer, we we're talking about. Winnipeg in particular, and the embarrassment of riches that we have and have always had in terms of arts. We were talking specifically about music, but just it never seems to end. There's always another wave of fantastic painters. Absolutely. Right. Like you're you're just getting all these people that are that are uh, that are incredibly gifted. And uh, it's kind of when you when you kind of back away from it a little bit and and look, you go like, I can't believe that this person, this person, this person, this person are all from Winnipeg. Mm-hmm. And you can go back 10 years, you can go back 20 years, you can go back 50 years. And there's there's always these the, um, these waves of fantastic artists um, with uh, voices that really need to be heard that uh, that uh, are really, really impressive. And, and it's and, and all coming out of this sort of hamlet, mm-hmm. you know, not that Winnipeg's a hamlet, but... <laughs> But compared we, to, yeah. you know, it's a, big, it's a city, but it's not like, you know, uh, uh, in terms of like its its size compared to some of these other places that people underlook it because yeah, it's not a Toronto. It's not a Vancouver. It's just kind yeah. of it's Manitoba. It's Winnipeg. You know, often it, there's stereotypes about like it's kind of this dirty, dangerous place at times that I mean, the news doesn't do it any favors. No, <laughs> no. I've always thought of Winnipeg as like. And I've been, I haven't been everywhere, but I've been a couple places. And, and to, to me, Winnipeg always feels like the biggest small town that I've ever mm-hmm. been in. Right? It's it kind of feels like like a it's just got that vibe. Nothing's happening, but everything's happening. But everything's <laughs> happening. Yeah, we have uh, you know you know uh, professional sports teams and a ballet and a symphony and all these different things and and. Uh, um, and a wonderful art scene, all these different things. But there is sort of another angle to it that's that's very kind of like a little more small town in, in, in some ways. Sometimes for good, sometimes for ill. And I think that's the exciting thing about Manitoba and Winnipeg in specific is there are all these amazing spots. Whether you're – it's frustrating when we see these areas that begin – to die like Osborne Village, you know, there's not a lot of investment in there. People are moving out, businesses are moving out because they're afraid. And it's like as people move out, you know, things get worse and worse and worse yeah, and worse. We just lost the goodwill. Yeah, the Exchange District, uh, another great part of Winnipeg, and even mm-hmm. the North End. Like I know it has its reputation, but there's so many beautiful murals and beautiful places, and like this kind of old style of Winnipeg. And it's like, if it had the care and love put into it, right. it could change. Yeah, yeah. I think you're. I think you're absolutely right. I think that's 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 the challenge, right? It all starts with that with that care and compassion and and love and investment. It pays dividends that don't look necessarily like dollars. So that, that's the that's the challenge. Is is uh, yeah. The more that not only our government but other entities can invest in the community. It bears fruit down the line uh, uh, and making this just a better place. Well, and when people are saying like, oh, our infrastructure, our roads are crumbling and things, it's like, yeah. And then you also see these, you know, historic buildings, Mm -hmm. buildings built in the early days of Manitoba, these older communities where they've had businesses there for like 50, 60 years that are now having to close their doors. It's a part of history that we don't want to lose. We want to have the, we want to have those like local 
deli shops, local um, bakeries and things there. Sidewalk culture, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You want you want to be able to have those things. Those things are really important for the flavor of a city and, the, and it kind of reflects the health of the city when you have, you know, uh, um, the supports there so that you can have the little, the cool little coffee shop and the cool little hat shop and the, the cool little grocery market and, the, and all of those different things. Well, there's so many places that could look like the Forks, sections of St. Boniface with like the uh, the cathedral there that was burnt down. And it's just kind of like the bones of it there. There's all these really cool, inspiring places that could take, that can inspire the next generation of musicians sure. or artists or photographers. And there are people that are, that are, that are uh, waving the flag for, for, uh, uh, for trying to keep those types of things alive, I know uh, you know in the music scene we've we've we over the pandemic certainly we've lost you know a few venues and stuff, but there there are venues that are have been able to hang on and they and 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 really wave the flag for like real art and and want to have want to have places that exude you know culture and inclusivity and all of those things to uh, to because it's healthy. And again, it provides that flavor for the city. I think anyone who's gone down to the local pub for a small artist's Mm -hmm. night or going down to like the Fringe Festival or other cultural festivals that happen around Winnipeg, you can feel the culture and community there. Like it feels so good to go out to a place, listen to music and you bump into someone and you're like, oh, how's it going? You know, what have you been listening to? It's like, I've never met you before, but, you know, we've built this small little reports like it's not going to grow into anything big but you've had that moment that moment of like you know what this is what culture and society could look like people come together celebrating being friendly with each other instead of always being like oh no what's going to happen here like there's always that feeling you know when you're walking uh, downtown at night there's those it, it could change uh, that that's the one thing that frustrates me it's like ugh. You know, we're so close sometimes. Yeah, I mean, there's work to be done, but yeah, that would be, it would be nice. It would be nice to have, to have, to be able to sort of address the glo- the, the, the greater issues so that we can all benefit in terms of having places feel safer uh, and, and, and be safer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, yeah, you're definitely onto something, onto, onto something there. I think that's, that's really, really, really. Well, that's the hope. Hopefully through music and things, we can inspire people. What is it? The, um, the Canadian Museum for Human Rights is having, um, an event coming up. Yeah, I think it just started on the 2nd of February. Oh, the, yes. Yeah. Uh, and they, they, I think the opening night they had uh, um, uh, Tom Morello playing some songs and speaking. And and uh, yeah, I mean, that's because music is such a great agent to change, right? And so that's something that's that I, I'm definitely going to check out that, that exhibit. Yeah. Um, yeah. D- things like that help inspire change so individuals like myself and those listening can be like, yeah, let's let's support the arts. Let's change things. And then from there, you know, you change things on a systemic level as well. For sure. Poverty, homelessness, and all of that. Can, because how many potential artists could there be for someone who, you know, due to a mental health crisis or something or addiction, are now right. don't have those opportunities because you know, you know they're trying to survive. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Like, I mean, it it I it would be hard to find um, an artist that doesn't have a story about somebody who who you know this person was fantastic or is fantastic, but they struggle with mental health or they're they were caught up in in the uh, in the op- opioid a- epidemic or any number of different uh, issues that that could 
in part certainly be addressed by just having more resources. Yeah, especially like the mental health angle. That's something that that uh, is frustrating for a lot of people. And you see, a, there's a lot of folks. Everybody needs to have uh, that salve or that safety net, you know, um, and that support. And some people are lucky enough to have it from family and friends. And so there are other people that just don't necessarily, or even if they have family and friends, they need more comprehensive resources and things like that. And I think building that infrastructure is going to be huge. And then certainly that will help a number of people within the artist community. Um, we tend to have pretty sensitive radar. And yeah, there's there's folks certainly uh, uh, that would benefit from those. And I mean, you could tie music into that healing process. For sure, yeah. Uh, it's part of it. It is part of it. T typically for most people, a lot of times it is. You've been in the art industry for a while now. What sort of advice would you give someone who's looking to explore the creative process, whether that is just, you know, going to play for fun, or maybe they're wanting to start building a potential career in music. Certainly, yeah. I mean, I was told a long time ago, I was turned on to the idea of like, you know, you take you take what you do seriously, but you don't take yourself seriously. You put the work in and you and you you study your craft. If you're a songwriter or you're, you're a musician or a, a, a poet or a painter or whatever, you put the time in. But and you take the craft seriously, but you don't take yourself seriously, and uh, and it's it's going to be a lot of hours. And you know, try to find your own voice. Don't don't be afraid to try and find your own voice. A lot of people will tell you things that you can't do, and and I mean, history is littered with things that were that should not have flown, as it were, but did because it was honest that it resonated with people. You know, so yeah, chase those things down. Anything is. Anything is possible. Invest yourself in yourself and don't be afraid. Like take as many chances as you can. It's it because it's it can be a frightening proposition to open yourself up as an artist to say this is this is what I have to say. But be honest in what you say and 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 don't be afraid to take that chance to put yourself out there. For someone or I guess what's next for Joe Curtis band? Well, what's on the docket? What is there any concert or events that people can check out in the near future? I'm playing with the band. We're doing a, we're doing a a show in a bit in April 5th. We're doing a show at Times Changed, opening for uh, for the Dirty Catfish Brass Band for their NOLA night. Um, so I'm looking forward to that. And we've got uh, a couple other things on the horizon after that. Um, I've been busy writing. I've written for a long time, but I'm actually getting some recording done, which is good. And uh, hopefully that bears fruit and we'll have more stuff to, to show people and bring to people uh, very shortly. Joe, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you Great so much conversation. For having me. Thanks for having me. Have any stories you'd like us to share or communities we should highlight? Leave a comment on our social media or reach out to us on our website. I'm Ryan Funk. This was You Talk. And have yourself a good one.